put in our mouth. How we feel about ourselves, how we feel in our body is dependent about the substances that we put in our holy temple, right? So that's the first place that we have to start. I've had some amazing transformations, some amazing things that led me into the work that I do now in the world for the last decade. But, um, you know, I really, I don't have a lot of time here. Usually I give like two, three, four hour lectures or back-to-back -back lectures in a day or a weekend and we go deep into a lot of different things. Um, but I don't have that much time right now. So I wanna just really focus on some, um, some core things in light of what we're sharing with all of you, which is really what Purium is all about. It's a mission to help alleviate suffering on the planet. And that's what attracted to me about it. I, I've been looking at this company for about five years or so. Um, just a natural thing when I was in Los Angeles. Now I'm in Hawaii, but I come back and forth quite often. And when I was living in LA, Purium came on my radar and um, you know, I didn't really give it that much thought because I was working with different companies and, do, and I just had my own focus. And I just thought, oh, it's oh, cool. It's another superfood company. Awesome. That's cool. But I didn't really think of it too much beyond that. And then people kept coming to me and talking to me about this. And it kept showing up synchronistically on my doorstep. And I just thought, okay, well, maybe I should take a look at this. Maybe there is something going on with that that isn't necessarily going on in the industry or going on with other companies. So slowly I started taking a look at what Purium was doing. And when I really got deep in it, it was really thanks to Raven back there that reintroduced Purium to me a couple of years ago in a way that I could really hear, in a way that I was ready to hear it. Because sometimes we can hear a message, but we're not ready to hear it. Whether we're in our own way or we're just in a place in life where we're just not there, right? Sometimes what we say is it takes about seven exposures for somebody to get it. That's a typical thing in sales training is that somebody has to hear something about seven times before they convert, before they become a customer and try out whatever the product or service or idea is, right? So that's pretty similar to me. And then when Raven came in, I think I heard it at least seven times from her before I even, <laughs> before I even, you know, um, really took a good listen and opened myself up, you know. And finally, what really did it was she gave me a call one day and she said, you know, it's about like two two years later after we our relationship and our alliance started, and. Um, yeah, she just reached out to me and said, hey, Ronnie, I know you've been on the fence. I know you've got a lot of things going on, but I really, really need you to uh, really strongly consider being a part of this because there's some things happening with our company that I think you're going to be on board with. And there was a number of things from the business perspective that actually made the business model completely come alive for me in a way that I, I needed it to. I think a lot of people needed it to. They completely changed their whole model, which made it super accessible to the customers. Exactly. And they could actually save a lot of money in the, in the process. I was like, whoa, okay, that's cool. Because I'm talking to people all the time. I have a big online platform and I'm referring things all the time. But what was really the kicker for me was two things. One of them was that I really found out that Purium was on the front lines of the anti-GMO movement. And I know, I know that they were really passionate about sustainable agriculture and um, really opposing the genetic modification of our food supply, which if you're not aware of the implications of that, just think about what this, just think about this for a second. The genetic modification of our food supply. You are what you eat, right? Well, what are the implications of that? You do get modified. 
Exactly. <laughs> Genetically modified humans. Have you walked around Los Angeles and have you just like noticed that there's there's potentially some some hybridized, yes. domesticated, yeah, potentially farmed or genetically modified humans walking around? Obviously. Right. Oh, like, and, and that sounds funny, and it's also true. Homo right. Domesticado. Domesticados. That's a whole other thing. Domesticado. So you know this this is this is a this is a big deal, and I and and on one level we want to know what the solutions are. On one level we have to integrate the seriousness of it. In order to create the solutions or be about the solution, we have to actually integrate how serious of an issue this is, mm. right? Because that's mm -hmm. one of the things in our hyper positivity culture of like medicating emotions and then just going right to positivity, positivity. We bypass the actual problems that we face because they're not right up in our face because we have our own lives to deal with and our own issues and and um, in our micronized world. But really, we have to be able to first integrate. Okay, how serious is the problem? What's really, what's really going on? Once we do that, then we can activate solution consciousness. And so one of the things about that that Raven had let me know is that, um, I don't remember how long ago it was, but basically in short, Monsanto, which we are all familiar with Monsanto, Monosatan, whatever mm -hmm. you want to think about that. Um, th this company that's been influencing the degradation and destruction of the environment and of the food supply um, and the sanctity of animals and et cetera, et cetera. They wanted to buy up 200 organic farms from Thailand. And my understanding is that they were pretty close to that. And then Purium basically came in, outbid them for access to the farms. They booted Monsanto off. And now those farms are, are doing exclusivity relationships with, with Purium. And I heard that and immediately I was like, whoa, that is, that's massive. That's called putting your money where your mouth is. And one of my, one of my, my personal mentors, um, Michael Bernard Beckwith, familiar with uh, Agape um, here in Los Angeles, you know, he told me many years ago that the, the evolution of the business world or entrepreneurship would be conscious business, which is a quadruple bottom line which is people, planet, purpose, and prosperity, or profits. But they all have to work synonymously. Like they have to work in, um, in, uh, synchronized together. Right? They have to work in alignment together. And if any of those things are out of alignment, then there's gonna be a lack of sustainability or there's just gonna be a lack of purpose, there's gonna be a lack of, of the right kind of people to make things happen or et cetera, et cetera. It's just not gonna be in alignment and it's not where we're going, right? And when I looked at Purium and I found that example, I was like, wow, that's putting your money where your mouth is. That to me represents alignment of the, of the, um, the quadruple bottom line that we're all kind of looking forward to in this next phase of the economic client, conscious economy. And then the other thing was the biomedic. I didn't know about the biomedic in my field. Um, you know, and a lot of my colleagues are very well-known nutritionists and doctors and therapists and, and voices and leaders in different um, arenas of health and nutrition and transformation and healing. And I had never heard of a product that could remove a significant amount of glyphosate that's been scientifically verified to do so. We have a lot of theories, 
from our, the field of detoxification and cleansing, like a lot of good theories, like bentonite clay is a pretty good theory. Like, okay, so this is an herbicide. So it, it theoretically makes sense if you put activated charcoal and bentonite clay and zeolites, um, chelation and binding agents, you have a healthy diet with a lot of fiber, et cetera, et cetera. Theoretically, yeah, you're probably gonna remove a lot, but we didn't, but I didn't know. Like, you know, in some level it's like, this is such a massive problem, the glyphosate contamination in our food supply, which is more than 75% of our overall food supply, is contaminated by glyphosate. And if you want to study glyphosate and the implications of that on its own, you're going to pull up a whole lot of stuff in a couple minutes on how dangerous this chemical really is. Right, so I never really heard of it, and a lot of my colleagues had never really heard of something that was verified to remove 74% of glyphosate in the human body within six week period of time. Wow. And by the way, in those preclinical double blind placebo studies that they took a group of people in for a six week period, they were still eating GMO food. Wow. Just take that in for a second. They were taking in glyphosate and all they did was like two dosages of biomedic for six weeks and then they removed 74% on average, you have to really sit with that and like just let that rattle in your head for a minute, because I did too. And then the fact that 74% of C-reactive protein, which is one of the main biomarkers for cardiovascular health, heart disease, which is the number what? One. Is it number one killer in the world? Yeah. Yeah. And number two is all cancers combined. Mm. Number three is something called iatrogenics which is doctor or drug-induced death. Oh. What is that? I Iatrogenics. Iatrogenics, not to be confused with isogenics. Iatrogenics. And the reason it's, it's that is because you would never know what the heck that means, right? Which is also another thing to, to study symbolism and language and how, that, and how that's been used like a spell in our society to, to keep to keep us away from the actual meaning of things. But it's all out there in the open. And that's another thing, just on a side note, it's all out there in the open. Nothing is hidden away anymore. The age of information is here, but it's not just about the information anymore. It's about implement, uh, implement, implement, the implementation, execution of the information, right? It's not just enough to know. We actually have to do now. Yeah. We have to get out of the hypnotic spell of the televised reality and start getting off the television and start telling ourselves a vision and start acting on that vision, right? We have to do. And that's what I love about this whole opportunity. However it resonates with you, whatever it sparks in you, if you just want to get on the products, you might as well. You're spending that money on something anyways. And my personal experience as a professional nutritionist for the last decade Considered to be one of the leaders of my generation in my field, not necessarily by me, but I've heard that so many times, I might as well just own it. <laughs> right? And, you know, so if that lends any credibility or validation to this in terms of the products, just to consume the products, everybody should, because the products are innovative. You know, let's just go into that for just, just a, a, a moment here, however much time I have left. The biomedic, we already talked a little bit about that. One of the, okay, cool. One of the other things about the biomedic that I find particularly interesting is that it has a regenerative effect on the microbiome. 
particularly the microvilli, which are like finger-like protrusions that come out of the small intestine. And that's what pulls in the nutrients from the food. That's what absorbs the nutrients. So this whole thing on leaky gut syndrome, IBS, irritable bowel syndrome, a million, 10, 20 other digestive conditions, right? Candida, fungal infections, bacterial infections, et cetera, et cetera. Most of those, um, they're all unique. They all have their, their own unique situation. However, um, it's, a, the, it's a, essentially people can't absorb their nutrients. One of the things we know, talking about transitioning to like amino acids, because one of the products, probably my favorite product ever, I'd say um, overall is the Super Aminos 23. Right, like that right there, that product right there is absolutely incredible and it's necessary for everyone. No matter what your lifestyle, if you're an athlete, you just take more. If you're working out a lot like I am, I take 20 to 25 a day now. I did, I did 35 the other day just to, to yeah, I got in bulk, so I was like, so let's let's see what let's see what happens. I felt good. Everything's working. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And um but it's one of those products that is essential for everyone. One of the things we know for sure is that the majority of our, our culture has protein excess, nitrogenous animal-based protein that their body cannot digest because of the amount that they've taken it in. Right, meat, by the way, just a note on that, whatever diet philosophy you're into, meat is a condiment. It's yeah. medicinal. Mm. I, I'm, I've been you know, in the vegan raw food world for 10 years and um, I, I very much still believe in, in the philosophy and, and the, the magic of it. I think it's essential to get into living foods because the life force and you have to have that experience of, of tapping into that from a food-based perspective mm -hmm. and what that can do for you. This is really the upgrade that you stack on top of the foundation that activates what you can't activate with just food or like what we know is food. Actually, this is food, but it's, it's, an, it's an evolution of our food system, mm -hmm. of our food paradigm, right? Um, but meat as a, what meat really is, a therapeutic, it's therapeutic. Like it can be therapeutic. If, you, if you're in a situation you need iron, need to build your blood, whatever it is, like therapeutically bringing into your diet periodically. But what do we do? People are eating like five cows a week, you know, and just like shoveling it in, right? And emotionally eating, medicating, or it's just like no connection to where that food came from. It's a piece of protein. That's the thing I, I want to get out there too. Like meat really doesn't have that much to do with protein. It's actually just a piece of meat. But people symbolically associate it as a piece of protein. Mm. But if you do the analysis on it, it's actually very low protein. And the amino acids in it have been cooked and disturbed. And those amino acids that produce serotonin, the tryptophan, which is an essential amino acid, is heat sensitive. Mm. Don't so that, that's, a, that's a case for raw food and superfood in of itself is mental health. Mm. Right? You're not producing serotonin if A, your microbiome is messed up, and B, yeah. your amino acids that you're taking in are not from a raw bioavailable source, and your kidneys get backed up from too much of that stuff. But what we know about the protein excesses is that there's also amino acid deficiencies with the same people that are eating more protein than they, than they should, from that definition. Does that make sense? Yeah. Just take that in for a second. It's like the paradoxes are everywhere. <laughs> like our whole situation's a paradox. It's the word. It's it's the best of times and the worst of times all at the same time. To quote Charles Dickens, "The Tale of Two Cities," right? 
That's what he said when you opened up the book, and that's pretty much what we're looking at 100% of the time, only all the time. And what do you do about that? Well, you get into the middle of the paradox. You get right in the middle and you integrate the, the light and the dark and get into it. You get right in there and you're like, okay, this is the worst ever. This is the best ever. They must all have something to do with each other. And then the solution is created right there. Does that make sense? Well, in this case, what's the solution? I, I think it's, yeah, on a big scale, like Purim is a massive part of the, the solution, like the, capital T, the solution. But the amino acid product in particular, from a product perspective, I believe is the solution to that particular issue. Because we're talking about the, when the bio, you pair the biomedic with the super aminos, and I, I, no one told me this, I just figured, I just thought about this. I was like, those two things go together really well. Yes, they do. Right? And, and I mean, I could, I could talk a lot about the amino acids and, and kind of the research behind it. There's apparently 40 research studies just on that product, and it absorbs into your blood. It can absorb within a 23 um, minute window and has a 99% absorbability into the blood, into your muscle tissue, into the nervous system, into your glands, all of it. And it doesn't have to be digested or metabolized by your liver, which is another huge issue. People are having liver failures because their liver is just so backed up with toxicity and they're trying to digest all this protein, this, this tissue tendons and all this other stuff that's going on and whatever goobity got people are putting in their body, not anyone here, but you know, people out there are putting into their holy temple. Um, you know, the body can only do so much. You know, but the interesting thing about this, too, just to throw this out there, the liver, if it gets down to 10% functionality, it can still regenerate itself. That's the interesting thing. It's almost like we're set up biologically and anatomically and all, everything physiologically to actually deal with the times that we're in. It's almost like we were perfectly designed to deal with what we're dealing with right now. So next time some you get kind of doom and gloom or you get pessimistic or you're just like, oh my God, this is the worst ever. I don't even know how we're going to make it out. Just remember, you're still alive. Mm. Just remember, this thing's still working. Mm. I was a professional high-performance athlete mm. in two different sports. And I don't know how... I could even perform as, a, as an athlete, let alone that I was even alive by 20, given ever all the stuff I put into my body. So just that first note right there, whatever you've been through, whatever, whatever damages we've done unconsciously to ourselves, um, the fact that we're still here, we all walked up the steps, we're all conscious and functional, our faculties are working, and we're all good in that department, that's amazing. And now here's the next step, because I, I have awareness of that, respecting ourselves more and start loving ourselves more and start our self-esteem, our self-appreciation starts to go up. What happens then? Well, then we start acting like we actually love ourselves. Mm. That's the next step. That's the execution. Love myself. Okay, now I have to actually act that part out. Right? You get to be the, the character in your own, your own hero's journey, right? You're the main character. You're the superhero. You're the, you're the main character and all the rest. So if that's true, what kind of character do you want to play? I personally would like to play a character that actually, you know, actually walks his talk and actually takes care of himself as the number one priority in his movie, right? Well, how do I do that? I gotta, I gotta start with the most basic thing ever and the thing that we do more than anything else is we put stuff in our mouth. Mm, 
That's what we do as human beings. I mean, there's a serotonin production when you're chewing food. That's why people are chewing that insult. They're chewing all these crackers and chips and all the, you know, they're just, they have to chew on things because either they're too stressed and they need that boost and it kind of helps the nerves kind of settle a little bit, right? Who's ever done that? Right? Probably, probably every day. Today? Right? <laughs> You know, other than that, Purium would work great because it's pretty much a liquid-based liquid, nutrition yeah. program. Yeah. The only other reason is just to chew on stuff. <laughs> just for fun and entertainment. Yeah. And it creates a new relationship with your food, actually. It really does. Which I think is a really important point, just to point that out, yeah. is that um, what what's happened, I put probably 50, 60 people on the 40-day program. I actually have a 40-day coaching program coming up that I guide about 15 people through the 40-day program, but um, but then I guide them through a lot of more of the mental and emotional and psychological and spiritual side of things in, in a full human development. Because my work in the world now, in the way that it's now with new opportunities to get my work into the world, it's really about the it's really about human optimization, mental optimization. How do you optimize your psychology? How do you optimize your, you integrate the unconscious mind into the conscious so we can actually get a handle on ourselves, And we can be congruent, right, with ourselves instead of sabotaging ourselves. Then there's the emotional side, there's the spiritual, then there's the physical, which, you know, is endless, right? And that's been the base of my work for, for the t last 10 years. So really, like, one part about the optimization piece is actually, Purium actually, funny enough, does integrate as the perfect nutritional model because it is a liquid-based approach. And your relationship with food does change because you become fully nourished and fully nutrified and you actually get everything you need. When you're full, when you have all the amino acids in your body, your neurotransmitters in your brain are working better, your microbiome is being healed, things like the biomedic and just nutrition in general. Once that starts to happen, um, you can, your nervous system has the capacity to deal with stress. It has the capacity to deal with emotional processing from things that are going on in your life or things that haven't been healed from the past. If your nervous system doesn't have the capacity to, to deal with potential traumas that have been unhealed or just the stress of daily life, it'll get put to the side, but it'll get stored in different regions of your body because it doesn't leave. Mm. Mm. So neck cramps and back pains and all this stuff, emotional eating, right? Mm -hmm. Like when you really get down deep, you realize like, wow, this is actually way deeper than anyone realizes. Luckily the ways to work it out is, is fairly simple. It just takes consistency and commitment in the right vehicle, the right tools, and understanding how to use the tools. What I love about Pyramid is they teach you how to use the tools. Mm -hmm. they, don't just get, they don't just give you the products either. And like, okay, put this in your body. They actually take you through, especially with Raven and Roxy and Robert and our team, creating media, upgraded media to walk you through how to use the tools effectively based on what, especially Raven, what she's, her and Roxy have learned in their years in this business of figuring out what works for the most amount of people, what doesn't, how can we refine that and create new educational tools so people don't have to go through the same roadblocks. So we can save time and energy and get on to what we're meant to do in the world and have all the energy necessary to mm. do it at a high level. Because ultimately we deserve it. You deserve to be doing what you love. And you deserve to do it at a high level, right? Because that's that's how we find fulfillment. And fulfillment is the key to health. 
actually the diet then just becomes like, it's just, it's just, yeah, it's what I do. My human apparatus requires that. But then it's not the source of my, my satiation, if you catch what I mean on a deeper level. The food doesn't satiate my soul. It just satiates my body, but now I have the energy and the liberation to do what actually makes me come alive. And that's what I love about this program and putting people on that cleanse. And again, just concluding that note on the relationship with food. Most people's relationship with food is how they escape reality. That's the relationship they have with it. They numb, medicate, tranquilize, sedate, you know, mm -hmm. bypass, you know, transition out of what they're dealing with because they just can't, they do, again, their nervous system can't deal with it. It's not that people are necessarily lazy or they want to skip over the details or like they can't handle it. They actually can't handle it. There's just too much stress on the system. Does that make sense? Right. And so, yeah. And so like, she just, she's, she's like, okay, bring the, bring, bring that point up CBD. And so that's a great, that's a great way to conclude this on that note. We just released a CBD product about what, four or five months ago, something, something like that, something super, super new and in my experience in my research and I've, I've been in the cbd industry i have a lot of friends that own cbd companies some really great stuff out there um this is my favorite product not just because i'm obviously a little bit biased but also because it's super high potency they use the full spectrum of the cannabis plant they have a peppermint um essential oil for flavoring it's the best tasting cbd for sure very very effective and um, I could do a whole kind of dissertation on CBD and there's more research coming out all the time. What I do wanna say about that is that, why is CBD, by the way, if you're not familiar with that, CBD is the more um, medicinal or therapeutic part of the, the cannabis plant. There's THC, tetrahydrocannabinol, that most people know about. That's the psychoactive part. That's what gets you high, right? But then the CBD also helps get you high, but it doesn't have a psychoactive or mind-altering um, effect. It helps your system optimize. And your, your body has what's called an endocannabinoid system. That's one way to think about that is like your master stress regulation system, if you want to think of it that way. It, there's a lot of other, other components of it as well. But I mean, it affects... Yeah, like a key and a lock is a great analogy. Um, I, I have a lot of interesting cannabis rants that I won't go into just for time. Everyone, everyone seems to enjoy those. Um, and it's association with other things and chocolate being one of them. Um, but you know, CBD, for, there, and there's a lot of different types of CBDs, by the way. So CBD basically plugs into certain receptors in your endocannabinoid system and turns certain things on that were laying dormant before. This is what we're learning in the field of epigenetics, which is not the same as genetics, because in the field of genetics, nothing moves, nothing changes. Just, these are your genes, this is all it is. This is what you're born with. Have fun, have a good life. Um, it's basically the doomsday report of like, you're either gonna live a long life or not, or you have this heredity, and this is, it's just like, this is what you have to deal with. It's very, like, very, um, this is like kind of a sad doomsday diagnosis when you deal with geneticists. But epigenetics is the evolution of that, which actually just tells you that you can alter your genes. Yeah. It's just some things have been turned on and some things have been dormant. And according to some research, 98% of your genetics have been laid dormant. 
they call that junk DNA, but that's just, that's a complete misnomer. That's a bad representation. It's basically inactive genes, inactive triggers, or, or part of your genetic blueprint, inactive signals. There's certain compounds that have been deficient in the body. Once they come in and plug into the receptors, they turn things on, like the lock and the key. And CBD just happens to be one of the big ones because it's been one of the biggest deficiencies in our food supply. I don't know who's been eating CBD or taking in CBD other than smoking it, but that's not really, that's, that's, that's a different thing, right? That's, that's not what we're talking about. This is a recent um, tool that's come onto the market recently. So it's cool that our company landed on this product as all the education around CBD over years and the legislation, all the great um, you know, um, freedom activists and pioneers have really like worked so hard to lay this out. And now it comes on board for us to basically leverage and bring into people's lives in, in a really effective and really cool way. So, you know, all these things, and there's obviously, I could go on and on about a lot of different things. Um, we, we're just offering, Purim's just offering so many cool things. Um, but that that's a good mouthful right there. That's a good that's a good thing to understand. Like the last thing I'll just say about this is like, hmm, like you just got to know that no matter what, there's always hope. Like there's always H O P E, right? And when you take care of yourself, you feel better about yourself. Mm -hmm. If you're not feeling good about yourself or where you're at in your life, it's probably because in some area you're not truly taking care of yourself. Right? You're, you're relying on responsibility on external sources or institutions or people, and we're giving our power away without even knowing that we had the power to begin with. And so you gotta just know that you can take your power back in every area of your life, and one of the most powerful ways to do that is actually to do a transformational experience. Mm -hmm. Right, Before Purim ever came into my life, it was, like, it was like the master cleanse or juice cleansing or water fasting or salt water flushing or raw food diets or something, something to shift me, something to, so I could get more embodied with my body and feel what was going on, is once we start sensing the, sens the sensitivities of our body we, and we start feeling it and we start actually you know, moving things around, we become more sensible, right? And then we can start actually becoming connected and that's really what we want. So we connect with our food, we connect with, with that relationship, and we make that relationship a healthy one by getting things that nourish us on the cellular level, and we do it consistently. That's the thing, we actually have to do this consistently every day. You don't have to be perfect, you just have to do something every day enough until it becomes part of you. Mm. And all of a sudden, your level of self-respect and self-esteem will start to go to a level where it doesn't matter what happens in your life. Nothing's going to knock you off because now you know who you are and you believe in yourself, not because you read a book or you saw the secret or something, but because you actually are living it. And then you become unshakable. And that's really the bigger point of all of this. It's not just about, okay, let's put some amazing food in your body. It's like, what does that do for you? Mm. What's the implications of doing that? And what's the implications of not doing that? And which, which train, like Charles Dickens said in The Tale of Two Cities, it was the worst of times and the best of times all at the same time. Well, what he was saying essentially is that there's two different trains going on. One's going off a cliff, and that's fear, resentment, doom, gloom, guilt, shame, um, you know, fast food, processed food, Monsanto, genetically modified organisms, mm -hmm. vaccines, 
um, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. All that stuff and everything that it represents and the energy that it carries, basically the, the culture of death. That's the, the culture of death. Wow. And that's going off a cliff because that's the only place it can go. Mm. Eventually, it has, to, it has to destroy itself. It's like a parasite. It's parasite consciousness. And then there's that, or tap water consciousness. Then there's the <laughs> other side of it, which is, is hope, prosperity, love, joy, abundance, happiness, freedom, liberation, raw food, superfoods, plant-based nutrition, um, you know, a million other things that we're probably all into, right? Um, and that, that is an endless, infinite trajectory where that's going. And the choices are just being more polarized, so it's being more obvious to us. And now for the first, for finally in our life, we just, all we have to do, this is all we have to do, we just have to make a decision. Mm. We actually just have to have the courage to choose. Because in choosing something, you're, out, you're, you're unchoosing something else. Mm. And I know it can be hard, trust me, I get it. I've, I've, I've been through it. It's very hard to make a decision sometimes because we don't want to lose something that we have love that we care about, but maybe that thing is not actually serving us anymore. Mm -hmm. And we have to make a choice and liberate ourselves and get on the train that's going where we want to go because that train may actually leave without us. We don't know. So we right now in our life we're having to like make very quick choices that are intuitive choices that are in alignment with our heart and our soul. Mm -hmm. And so with that said, I encourage you to um, to really start making those choices. And this is just one of those great opportunities, whether you want to try the products or you want to go deeper into the, the entrepreneurial side, which Raven's going to come up in a moment and really speak to. And um, yeah, so uh, with that said, um, I wanted to also share before I check out, um, I brought a couple, I brought like five of my books. If anyone's interested, my most recent book, The Inner Alchemy Youthening Program, I just grabbed a couple books that I could throw in my suitcase for anyone that would be interested in that. Um, those books are over there in the pile if you want to look over. It's 20 bucks and I'll be happy to sign it for you. It's about They're five amazing. Left. Highly recommended. Mm, yeah. <laughs> And um, other than that, I want to introduce um, just one of my closest friends, an ally, a colleague.